you're listening to the Perfect Man Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Kirk, Sparky, canine connoisseur, and mental health advocate. Hello, friends and strangers. Today, I invite another guest on the show, Rishi Dingra, father, PT, coach, and gym owner. How's it going, mate? Good, man. How are you? Yeah, real good, man. Real good. Uh, stoked to be inside. It's freaking hot over here. I don't know about you guys, man, but it's man, enough. it's forty. So forty. Yeah, we're boiling. Yep, we are boiling. <laughs> Fans or yep. aircon in the gym? What do you got running? Yeah, yeah. I've got a freaking aircon, and I have a split system running on the other oh, side. That's yeah. the way. Oh, thanks and, for thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate your time. So. Man, I want you to come along. Seriously, I love your podcast. I have listened to a few, you know, the last couple, and it's very raw and it's my vibe. You know, I like it. I'm like, you know, know, when you say, "Oh, you know, Irish, um, would you like to?" I was like, "Freaking hell, my pleasure!" Like, I would love it. Oh, awesome, man! That's sick to hear, eh? And I think, uh, yeah, we definitely to get more like-minded people together having conversations. So, yeah, Yeah. I'd love to start, man. How? what do you do for work and what do you do for fun? <laughs> I think my work is my fun um, because I have a really fun with my work. So I'm a personal trainer. I don't, I don't call myself a coach. Like I, I think it's way cliche word, mm, you know. Everyone's so, hey, a coach a, these days, though. Everybody's a coach these days. Everybody's like, hey, I'm a you know career coach or mental health coach. Yeah, I'm like, coach. I'm a. Look, yeah, mindset coach. They're very and you're 21 year old being a mindset coach, yeah, you know, yeah. ton of life experience, and and they don't have the freaking own mindset ready. Like, did a six six weeks course with that other online coach who was a mindset coach who was a 21 year old as well. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I'm a personal trainer. Uh, been doing personal training for 10 years. Uh, used to do bodybuilding. I think this is how we connect. Um, you. Follow Aaron, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's such a good lad. Yeah, seen um, one of his clients, and I was like, oh, I need to follow this guy. He's uh, yeah, up and about. Yeah, so I've done that. Um, help a lot of people, uh, you know, changing their bodies and achieving their goals. And what exactly I find in the last few years, people are actually um, looking, not just looking to get lean or anything, they're just trying to be finding the healthier version of themselves yeah like this is what i think the, this industry well this is my approach is moving so right now if someone say i want to get leaner want to get uh want to lose a certain amount of weight my approach to them is i want to make you move better i'm going to put you in the right path so you can move pain-free if you do any lift that should be pain-free mm. and if we do that I'm gonna then we're gonna start getting things in place where you can get leaner, stronger, whatever. And people do it because if you have a lot of pains in your body, chances are you're gonna get more pains when you lift any weights. So yeah, that that's my part of training these days. Yeah. You know, this is how I train people now. Mm. And yeah, it's going really well. Um I um I think it's been three years, three and a little little bit more. When we open our fitness society studio, we have five people working with us. You have six nice. of us now. Yeah, nice. yeah, and then opportunity come along um, because we were doing PTs here and people were like, oh, you know, what about your classes? Do you do any classes? I'm like, 
I'm not the guy who does classes. For me, it gives you anxiety when 20 people in a class moving yeah. absolutely just, I don't know, I don't want to, I, I always say, like, they look like dildos moving around in classes. <laughs> and I, like, I don't want yeah. that. In my, I don't want freaking people moving like dildos, yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you might have to cut this section, but I'm just letting go. No cuts, <laughs> mate. No cuts. It's all good. <laughs> all right, so um, so I said, look, I don't want to do that, but if something come up, I will. So I don't want to do any franchise businesses. Mm. I don't want to name it because these days you can't name it. Yeah, but, that's all right. You yeah. know. Yeah. So I said, look, if we something come up, I will open up something which will be a programming very niche to what we do. Mm. So it, this opportunity come up, I call it Fitness Society Hit. And yeah, we are running another gym now as well. Yeah, congratulations so, yeah. by the way, man, opening that second gym up. Yeah, it was um it was a big move. Um it was very quick and yeah. my wife always said to me I'm, I'm very impulsive and I am. I'm, I don't wait for the things to be happen. I yeah. do the things and make it happen mm. that way. Um this is always been, you know. Yeah. How so, did you yeah. how did you crack that code where you're like I want to be a gym owner, help people, and I actually enjoy it at the same time. Um, what was your What was your entry to the fitness? Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny. Um, you're asking, but uh, it's a big thing. Uh, so when I um, it was 2009 when I came to Australia. I was 22, and being back in India, I'd never been to a gym, never even do a push up. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. Never, it was like, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was a very insecure or underconfident guy because whatever I was doing, it was okay. I was helping my dad with, with the business. I was doing, um, I was going to the uni. So that was going, everything was fine. But, um, but I never thought I had an unlocked potential. This, what I am today, like. So, which is, came back with the training. So, 2009, I came to Australia. Six months, 2000, yeah, 2008, October, I came to Australia. 2009, April, I met my wife, which is 14 and a half years ago. Scary, eh? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking awesome, man, to hear, eh? That's yeah. pretty uncommon. Yeah, no, um, we have a baby now. We'll, yeah, we'll get yeah. that. We will get that as well. Um, 100%. So, and she was she was a golfer, like she was playing golf and she was getting she was, you know, she was twenty-two and she was trying to be a pro in golf. And I'm just like came from India, like my the, there's a language barrier, there's yeah. a culture barrier. And I met my wife Art and yeah, we started talking and long story short, you know, we always chat and stuff. One day she said to me, um, no. One day, yeah, she said to me, you should, she was at the gym. She said, you should try gym. Like, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, one day I will go to the gym. I had no interest. Like I, you know, I was like, what gym? Like what the freaking hell? Yeah. yeah. There's, so there's was she, called... was she strength training? Her class? Nah, a bit of everything, you know, yeah. how people do like classes, pump okay. classes, yep. all of that. Like we're talking 14 years ago, man. Like yep. people, girls, girls had no idea about strength training. Mm. Girls were like, want to be skinny. They didn't want to look 
they were thinking if they're gonna lift white, they're gonna be manly, which is yeah. very wrong. It wasn't much you know, inspiration like, around. Like, yeah, and yeah. the social media wasn't there anyway. Like mm. you know, MySpace just freaking came in place. <laughs> yeah. um, like I, my, I still remember when my wife said to me, "I have, do you have Facebook?" I'm like, "What the fuck is Facebook?" Like I had no idea about Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Do you start on <laughs> MySpace first? Oh no, man. Not uh, even. No. no, man. Um. Back in India, we had, it's called Orkut, O-R-K-U-T. It's, yeah, and I was like, I have Orkut. And she's like, what the fuck is Orkut then? <laughs> so there was no, there was like, there was no social media in place. I still remember I bought an iPhone 3 at that time. That's the first iPhone. And it was freaking big flex, you know, mm. freaking I have iPhone 3. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like, I freaking showed my mum and dad back in India. I was mm. like, there you go. We are, I have iPhone 3 yeah, here, you, you know? It. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I made it. Um, anyways, um, so yeah. And one day I was, um, so my pretty much where I lived, the bus station is bus stop. Sorry. It was less than 200 meters away. And as an, as an immigrant and an overseas student, I have to catch the bus to go to the uni, which is pretty simple. Mm. We can everybody do it. Um, but my attendance has to be 80%. If I if I don't attend the uni 80%, that uni will tell the immigration I'm oh, not coming right and on. they will and they will freaking uh reject my visa. Yeah, so yeah. and I will be back home. And I don't want to do that. No, no. So so when I say 80%, the uni is already four and a half days. Yeah. So this mm. is hundred percent four and a half days. You want miss one day that's giving you less than that's nearly 80% and you miss five days in a month, mm. which is acceptable. And your attendance is less than 80%. And yeah, you're like, right. Oh shit. Um, yeah. You know, and that's like a tower, like the freaking mm. this sword on your head hanging all the time. Yeah. So eight o'clock. And another thing is if you are late for a uni for 10 minutes in the lecture, your half of your uni day is canceled. Yeah, like you're right. not going to, they're not going to, they're strict. They were very wow. strict. Yeah. So I was, um, I saw my bus like running, like, you know, going past me and I was like, okay, I will freaking run. My fat ass. And I'm no, I'm only 88, 89 kilo at that time. I, I think I couldn't run 10, 100 meters. I couldn't. I just couldn't. I freaking felt like heavy in my chest, heavy everywhere. I'm like, Geez, there's something wrong here. And I, uh, then because I was talking about my wife and girlfriend at that, that time, mm. I was like, this is what happened today. She said, maybe you should do some cardio. Like, you know, you should do some cardio. I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay. How did you take that? Was that like a oh, first, no, was that confrontational no, for you? Right. No, no, no. I was like, man, I was like, she knew better. Mm. Take it that way. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm this new dude come from India and freaking... Yeah. Doesn't even know how to drive and what to do. And she's living here, bought up here. So whatever she will say, I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm. So I want to take a wild guess and and, and yeah. guess you weren't studying sports science. <laughs> no, man. I was doing master. What I was doing, I was doing multimedia graphic design. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and that was not by choice either. That was mm. just like, this is the course you're going to get. And you will go to Australia. Yeah, okay, to make your visa That's happen. It. Yeah, make your visa happen. Yeah, yeah. That's it. There's wow. no freaking, there's no study and everything. Mm. So anyways, I went to this gym. So it's not like a franchise gym. It's a local gym, hardcore bodybuilding gym. It's called Powerhouse. 
So if you oh, yeah. think about American powerhouse, it's like that Ronnie Coleman's mm. photo. And I'm looking at the photos and these guys are on freaking steroids and I'm just walking into the gym. I'm like, still, I have no idea why they're looking big and have muscles. I have mm. freaking no idea. Well, what a rookie will go to the gym and do, will go to the treadmill. Yeah. There you go. I'm on the treadmill, started running. Because why? Because I couldn't run for mm. 100 meters. 100 meters, so 200 meters turned into a kilometers. Then I was like running five kilometers. And one day, this um, gym owner was like, hey, you know what, bro? You should freaking come and do some lifts because you, you're always here. So first month I went, first month I went 12 times, so three times a week. And that was plenty for me. And after then, I think after three months, I was going four or five times. Mm. Were you and I was overweight very- or just unfit? Um, oh, no, nah, I think I was, I was unfit. You know, like chubby guy looks just 88, 89 kilo. My okay. waist was 34. Oh yeah. Between, yeah. And I lost a lot of weight when I came to Australia because the struggle was real, like mm. very real. Like, um, um, I will finish the gym story. Then I will get back yeah, to yeah, the yeah. other struggle. Sure. Man. Yeah. It's, it's a, you would like to hear okay. it. It's very, cool. it's a freaking hard raw story. I would tell you. Um, so yeah. So month turned into and then he started so this gym owner he was every time because i was going in the afternoon or and he was there by himself so i started training with him and he started kicking my ass i'm like okay but then i got personal training um from this guy as well um and he didn't make race with me (laughs) and i got into that thing where i can see my biceps and i was like Mm. you know and then he and then he started talking to me all this muscles and stuff separation I'm like, this is freaking good. I look different. Yeah. I was getting confident. I was getting compliments. Who doesn't love attention? Yeah, hey, yeah, freaking yeah. hell. Yeah, it's only natural. You know? Yeah. And and the and and the person I was like freaking very shy, very and here my girlfriend is saying, geez, your body's looking different, huh? you know? <laughs> yeah. And I want to get abs because my who yeah. doesn't want to abs because yeah. you want to impress girls with the abs. Like abs is a go-to, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's mm. like, anyways. Um so he start, he told me, hey, and I was vegetarian at that time. I never ate meat in my life. Wow. Um, and he said, why don't you eat meat? I'm like, oh, I'm Hindu. Mm. My mom my and dad won't like it. He's like, why wouldn't your mom and dad like it? You live in Australia, you know? Mm. I'm like, oh, let, let me ask my my, uh, my dad. I will ask my dad. If he approves it, I will eat. I will start eating meat. Yeah. I'll call my dad. My dad took a ride. He's like, yep, sure. Do whatever. You live in Australia. You you know what you're doing now. I'm I'm happy with whatever you want to do. So my, my one of my best mates, and he, he's a non-vegetarian guy. So he was like, uh, we'll go Hungry Jacks. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, okay. We'll have chicken burger. <laughs> I'm like, done. He's having a double ball for, I'm having a chicken burger. Freaking deep fried chicken burger. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... So I'm eating that, I'm like freaking out. This is this is fucking juicy, you know? Yeah. It's like a chicken burger going in my freaking stomach. Rather yeah. than making me, uh, you know, it's our first time eating chicken. And in the past, I saw people eating chicken or in the India, like I would vomit. I was like, shit, this is wow. not, this is no acceptable. Okay, like I yeah. can't, freak. but I'm really like eating it. He's like, and he's, I'm looking at his beef burger. It even looks better, man. Like, for Hindus, it's sacred. Like, cows are sacred. You can't eat cow because you're Hindu. Like, you know, Muslim people don't eat pork. Yeah. You know, it's like haram or whatever. I'm like, 
nah, I will eat. I will, I will. And he's like, do you want to try? I'm like, well, no. He's like, why? I was like, because it's beef. He's like, yeah. so what? He's like, would you rather kill 100 chickens or one freaking cow? Because 100 chickens will be... I'm like, you make a point. Yeah, I said, yeah. fucking hell, I'll give it a go. And that was it, man. <laughs> that was... Can you remember that, that first bite? So you've gone oh, your whole life without eating beef. Oh, man. I'm 23 years old and I'm just like, this is freaking good. What I miss, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, was there some kind of internal struggle? Like... um with that religious background, we were like, oh, fuck, this is a bit weird. Oh, yeah. Like, at the start, I was like, oh, shit, mommy, you know, God will kill me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was definitely going to hell. <laughs> was, it a, was it a situation where you felt like you want to be exiled or wasn't that extreme? No, nah, no, it's not now. I'm not, yeah. I'm not very extreme in my religion anyway. I'm, I think I'm now, right now, I don't even care about anything. Of course, I, I follow the culture because, you know, I'm like I'm um, you honor it yeah like I'm, I grew up in it you know but mm. I'm not the guy who goes to temple who okay. freaking pray every day I'm not no 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 not at all like I'm right now if I I'm one of those people believe in karma do freaking right things mm. right thing will come back to you yeah. doesn't matter what you're freaking doing yeah? yeah so like I don't want to freaking I don't want to even non-intentionally like you know like I don't want to hurt someone I don't want to say anything to someone my intentions are very clear inside yeah, as well yeah. like I'm That's I'm very in tune with with my with my words what I freaking say to mm. someone like I'm very straightforward as well mm. my dad my dad was here a few months ago and he said Rich you're very freaking straightforward like yeah. sometimes you gotta wait sometimes you gotta see um what other people are thinking or you gotta you gotta shut your mouth for um or you can't, you know, if you, mm. hopefully you don't hurt someone. And mm. I'm like, yes, I said, but it would be hurtful when they find out what I was thinking. Mm. <laughs> so I'd rather yeah, say it. Yeah. yeah. So they're, but, quite, they're quite reserved with, um, you know, they, they don't like confrontation or. Yeah. You know, getting... It's like, a, yeah, it's like impressing people, man. Like, um, you know, you do things. But you don't want to do it, but you do things oh, yeah. because... People-pleasing, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you make sure. Mm. Um, yeah, so this is why, like, I have I have stayed back on it because I'm a father now. I'm, you mm. know, I'm like, I'm going to make sure what I say and do the things. But um, it's a big, big insight as well. Uh, yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I'm sitting back yeah. and... Don't talk straight away. <laughs> I listen to people. Yeah. yeah. So how? Yeah. So you're entering. You're entering the gym, and then how did you know you're going to do it as a job? Oh yeah. So it's it's crazy, man. Like, oh, this is. I think this is why. Um, my wife and I are very strong, and you know we always work together, make sure we have a good communication as well. And this is why, 14 years later, you know we are freaking still rocking. Yeah, it's um, awesome. So I think it was 10 years ago. So I'm talking about, it's 22. I've become a personal trainer nine years ago. Like I was 25, 26 years old, I think. I'm doing security at this time. Gotcha. And and I'm getting bigger, you know, like I'm, mm. I'm, at, I'm working at the, I'm working at the um, Adelaide Council and on Friday night and Saturday night, I'm working at the highway. It's a good, a good pub, chip. Um, so I'm going there 
working and, you know, I'm getting like, I, I was uh, one of those best guards because I was strong. I was mm. fit. I was, you know, making sure everything was right. Like I was, you know, doing a good job. My wife said to me one day, because I was training with my other mates as well and their bodies were changing. My wife said to me on a day, one day, she's like, you should look into personal training because you are very, you're very uh, sociable. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can talk to anyone. I, and I do. Like it comes from naturally from India because I was 16, man. And we have a clothes shop. Like we are clothes merchant. We, we sell heavy uh, dashery stuff, you know? So and she's like, you were freaking 16 when you were starting your dad's business. Mm. My dad wasn't even sitting with me. I was like, I was organizing three people when I'm 16, 60 square, 60 feet long shop, full of clothes, and I'm selling clothes. Mm. I have no idea whatsoever what material, whatever. Just freaking bringing it. Yeah, and, making it happen. And, and, I'm, and I'm at the... This shop has very hard sales system. Like it's a big bargain system. Mm. If you say it's $50 and they will say it's $20. You accept $20 and you're like, you freaking bargain, bargain, you accept it and you just so it. And I'm, and I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of ladies and a lot of old ladies where they just don't want to spend money and mm. you are just taking every single out of them. Yeah. yeah. And it's getting better. Like yeah, and yeah. four years. So that I, I did that for four years. Then I came to Australia okay. and she's like, you know what? You'll be good at it. Like, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I will. What I do, I went to AIF. I go to AIF and they told me and, they did a good sale pitch. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you got just, sold this time. I like freaking out. Sign me up. <laughs> Walking so, out yeah. with ten kilos of mass gainer yeah, on your way. Yeah, like yeah, that's it. Like, and at that time, I was absolutely into gym. Like, I would yeah. wear those stringers Trends. and freaking, you know, freaking. I'm like, look at my shoulder, look at my arms. You know, one yeah. of those freaking. Come on, man. I'm 25. I have, I have a bit of a muscle now. Like, yeah. Um. So yeah, and that was it. I become a personal trainer. So slowly I was doing, so then I cut back on the security. I was doing security on a Friday night and Saturday night. And then I started working at Anytime Fitness. That didn't do well with me. Um, I think I was there for four weeks and I was done. Um, yeah, I just did. I was really bad. It's not really bad. How would I say the support system, I would say. Mm. The support system wasn't good. My managers wasn't, weren't, they weren't that helpful. Yeah, okay. And they were asking me to come to the meetings, but I had fixing bills to pay with the yeah. security. So yeah. I was like, I can't make it. And they were like giving me a hard time. And me being me, I was like, okay, then F you. Freaking, mm. I don't want to be here then. Don't worry about it. So I left. And then I joined the other gym. It's called New Life Fitness Center. Um, I was there for eight years. Before I opened up my studio, and that was it. I was pretty much downstairs. There was a physio. I was getting a physio done, just the normal uh, tuning stuff. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I would just go upstairs and have a look." I went upstairs, had a look, talked to the guy. Guy said, "Yep, shake your hand. Two hundred fifty dollars a week rent, <laughs> mm. <laughs> because that's how it is." Um, mm. And yeah, twelve weeks uh, cooling period. So you just. Um, you know, find your clients and yeah, yeah, you have a database here. You know, there are a lot of people coming. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, sounds good. And yeah, I started doing personal training there and I, 
I think I'm doing security four days a week at that time. Wow. Like, so I cut back because I wanted to be a PT as well. Mm. And I think six or seven weeks later, I have four or five clients. And I'm like, this is no working. And I was charging $40 for half an hour and 50 for 45 minutes. And it wasn't, it wasn't there, man. I was like, shit. And my wife said to me, um, again, she come in place and freaking telling me and I'm listening to her. And she's like, Rish, I think you should just do one or the other. I'm like, if we do one of the others, I have a, I think I paid for the uni anyway at that time. Um, I saw we have freaking rent and this mm. and that. She's like, no, but you're going to find out. So I started doing PT, Monday to Friday. Yeah. So, so this is how I, I would do it. Monday to Friday, I would do PT. Friday night, I will finish PT. When I'm saying I'm doing a PT, that doesn't mean like I'm working all the time. I will get there at 5 a.m. because they were having two classes in the morning, 6 a.m. or 5.30, quarter past 5 a.m. and quarter past 6 a.m. They had two classes at the start. And a lot of people go to the gym at 6 a.m. in the morning because mm-hmm. they want to go before work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was getting there. No client whatsoever. I was sit or stand, I will walk around the gym at 5 a.m. and shaking hand with people, annoying people, I would say, like, hey, let me help you out. Or I would do yeah, this, yeah. I would do that. Put the dumbbells away. And I'm talking freaking 5 a.m., like, no clients. Like, I'm just thinking, mm. you're going to be fucking kidding me, Rich. Like, what? Um, slowly, slowly, people started to know me. Hey, oh, this is a guy. Maybe mm. he, help, he will help me. He will help us or whatever. Then I started getting clients. And I think after 12 weeks, I was good. Like I, I could pay the rent and it was it was like sorted. I was like, there you go. That's you, pretty you good, eh? That's pretty yeah. good for three months changing careers yeah. or committing yeah. to one than the other. Yeah, because um, I think we limit ourselves mm. and we don't – self-belief is very important. This is why whatever I do, I'm like – and I put it out there. Like I put it always out there. Like I'm t- I've, I've been saying to everyone now, 2024, maybe it will happen, but 2024, end of the, and it's nothing, like, it's not, it's, it's materialistic, because mm. what I'm going to say, it is materialistic, but I really freaking say a lot, so I'm like, okay, and I will do it, because yeah. I have said a lot, I put in the universe, you know, yeah. and I'm like, I've been saying to everyone, I said 2024, end of 2024, I will buy a G-Wagon. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and it's not seriously a freaking... Mm. Uh, the way it's going right now, the world is going, I might not be able to. And seriously, someone can come to me and say, oh, and, and Andre's podcast, you say you buy G-Wagon, but you don't have it. I'm like, well, fuck you then. I couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But with you got to aim high though, right? Hey, you you got to, yeah. yeah, sometimes you got to set unrealistic um, <laughs> dreams that, you know, you never know, man. Fuck. Even if it's not next year, it could be within the next three years, you know? Who, but yeah, but the the issue is we actually limit ourselves with everything. Mm. Everything. What if I freaking can't do this? What if I can't do this? What if I fail? What if mm. I can't success? What my relationship will not freaking go this way? Or what I will not freaking, you know, what you think, oh, freaking, oh, I started this podcast. What it will not go? I started a podcast. Didn't go well. No, well, because I didn't have time. I become a father. I have mm. better priorities to do, you know, different. Mm. Um, But the self-belief is the thing I always go with. I'm like, I'm going to do it. Doesn't matter what it's going to take. I'm going to do it. Mm. And now 
it's up to me how I'm gonna make it make, make it, it happen. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And consistency is the key, man. Yeah. You I'll just- be yeah, yeah. I've been playing a little bit with that myself as well. It's I, I like to keep things kinda, you know, reserved until it's done because Yeah. You know, it's there's that there's that aspect of, you know, shame and embarrassment if I'm like, oh I'm gonna get a G Wagon next year, whatever. Um and yeah. it doesn't happen, right? But it's like if you start manifesting, I kinda hate that word. But if yeah, you put it yeah. if you if you put it out there right, you kind yeah. of you, you do hold yourself accountable to other people, and it's like yeah, it, it's it's something more than yourself because um if, yeah. you, if you're somewhat, you know, you, it's it's almost like you're doing it for them, but you're not right. But if you say you're yeah. gonna do it, you're gonna fucking do it. Yeah, it's it's mm. more like it's more like for me, um, like okay, now I have made my mind, I freaking know. I'm going to do it. I'm mm. going to do it. Like I always say this word, I always say this line, if Elon Musk can do it, why the fuck I can't do it? Mm. Simple. He's got 24 hours, two, two legs, two fucking arms, two, what's freaking, yeah. of course, he's got a lot of resources. He's mm. got a freaking too many resources, but yep. you're not going to fucking fly to NASA tomorrow either, man. Chill. Yeah. Mm. But something you are doing, you can do it because you, you are a human as well. Mm. Yeah. That's it. The bright, and and everybody has same brain. Someone's work fast, not faster. I will say more creative. More mm. everybody has a different sort of speciality. If yeah. someone say because a lot of people self doubt with, oh, I'm not very smart. You don't need to be smart. You need to be consistent. Whatever you mm. do, you need to be freaking more putting in work rather than putting work here and there. If yeah. you're putting in work, it will happen. Freaking start putting a dollar in a freaking. Um, you know, uh, what do you call it in a money team? It's 365 in a year. If you, you know, right. it's fucking no brainer. It's, it's so simple. Like mm. if you start putting in work in your body, in your freaking business, in your anything, you know, mm. like, it's, it's definitely it's, people struggle to, because we can't, we can't assume that, you know, one size fits all kind of mentality or, or, yeah. uh, you know, everyone's got different circumstances as well. But, um, why do you think people struggle with the application of doing what they're saying um, they're going to do? Oh, man, I think it's resilience. It's resilience. People are nowhere resilient. Um, it's really like, it's sad to say, mm. freaking amount of freaking people, you people fail before they even think they were going to fail is crazy. Like, mm. You know, brain, like brain has more power than, you know, your body will follow where your freaking brain goes and yeah. your, and people freeze when freaking shit hit the floor. Mm. Why? You know, like, yeah. again, everybody is different, right? I freaking thrive in pressure, mm. thrive in pressure. Like, give me some pressure, mental pain, physical pain. I love it. Absolutely. Freaking adore it. Like mm. give that to me, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's, it's amazing. I'm thinking, fuck. And you know what? It's just crazy how that little mental and physical pain can do that to you to teach you so many lessons mm. so much. It makes you a freaking stronger person, but yeah. people don't want that. People mm. are like, Oh no, I don't, I don't want like wonder why, and it's nothing wrong with it. Like, wonder why people, wherever they are, they were five years ago or 10 years ago. Yeah. Mm. Because they don't want to freaking go out of their either comfort zone or they don't want to push themselves because they're already thinking it's not possible. 
and they have no resilience to handle it. Mm. Like mental health is becoming a fucking massive issue. Massive issue. Why is it? Why is it? Why are people thinking, mm. oh, you know, like if we think about it, Andre, do you think 10 years ago people have that much issue what we have now? Probably not. Yeah, I think it's so hard. Eh? There's so many fucking layers to it. But I think because more people are talking about it and more people feel comfortable talking about it, yeah, this, is why, it is. this is why it's trended up. But uh, also I there is a part of me as well, um, aside from real conditions and mental health problems, people are soft, right? Yeah. So and, it's, it's a fine line. It's a very and, fine line. And yeah. yeah, I don't know how to fix it, but fuck. Oh, look, I think we are not the fixer. We nah. are the messenger. You know, we yeah, are the messenger yeah. here. But man, you think about like 10 years, uh, 14 years ago, I'm talking, we have fucking MySpace or Facebook. Mm. We were not comparing ourselves with someone who's a millionaire. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And now comparison to people joy and people freaking get depressed because someone is a, because they see someone freaking buying this or buying that, doing this or doing that. And people yeah. are getting depressed with their life and not valuing their life, what they have in their life as well. Mm. It's no freaking, there's no gratitude. There's no mindfulness and there's no resilience. Yeah. These yeah. are the three things going to make you an actual spirit. Like I'm not very spiritual, but this is, these are the three things will actually keep you aligned with yourself and mm. you can do things, you know, like yeah, well, it's com- do it's things comp- in it's, your life. It's compounding mental behaviors that you're going to get some serious benefits from. But as you're saying, you just got to start and stay Somewhere. consistent. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I am right now uh, 473. So 473, third, 473 days in a row I have journaled. Just whatever, put my feelings on the on the paper. Mm. Nothing else. I freaking put two do list on my paper, man. Like I freaking say, today's been fucking shit. <laughs> you know, today's been great. Today I did this, this, this. That's my first thing. Tomorrow I'm gonna do this, this, this. Some of the shit I don't even do it because other things come, which mm. is normal. Then I have to do list because I have that list. Then I put something about what I'm grateful for. I always do it. Like yeah, I say, that's, that's I'm great. Yeah. yeah, like I put like, I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my son. I'm grateful for my work and the people I'm associated with. Some days are different. Some days I'm grateful for my family, my mom and dad. Some days I'm grateful for freaking my house, my, my gym. Mm-hmm. And I always say I'm grateful for my health as well because my health is very important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know? You're fucking so, out of though, aren't you? So. Yeah. yeah, and and there's 473 days ago, I started having cold showers as well. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just started yeah. freaking middle of winter, I'm having a cold shower. Like, started yeah. when when we when I was competing, 2020. Mm. Is, is, that what prompted, yeah. is that what prompted it? How did you get into journaling, journaling and being more mindful? Um, I started doing that when I read The Resilience Project. The re- I read the book. I read a lot of books. I'm not doing it now because my my brain is going with other few things. Mm. Like I'm way more business handle. Yeah, yeah, focus. Just yeah. yeah, just yeah. And I should get back into it because like see the consistency. Like I read freaking ten books last year for twelve, yeah. and this year I have bought one book and I haven't even read it yet. Like it's crazy. But yeah, um, so I, I've started journaling 
when I went to uh, this resilience guy. He was here, I bought his journal, and yeah, I bought his another book as well, um, The Resilience Project, and it's another book. I freaking love that book. I forgot it's that yeah, book. Yeah. I'll have to check it out as well. I haven't, haven't read that one yet. It's great. Buy it. Like, I mm. highly recommend everyone. And that, that was a turning point as well. Mm. Because that was like, okay, Rish, you got to change your behavior. Mm. If Why? you want to. Um, I was very ruthless. Like, if I'm being honest, I was very selfish. Mm. Um, I think I wasn't respecting people. Okay. Like, that was pushing me away from my family, my people, my friends, everyone. Because I would just... It's not I was being an asshole. I was just not... I was just no mindful. There you go. Yeah? Mindfulness. I was not mindful of things. Saying, things doing. Mm. So when I went to India 2020... Um, uh, yeah, on my brother's... Yeah, 2000. That's now 2022. Sorry, January last year. Yep. Um, and that was six years later. I went to India, so I'm t- telling you the story. Six years ago, I went to India first. When I went there, I was this Australian guy came to India. Ah, freaking hell! I don't like this. I don't want that. I don't want this. Why are you freaking no water? Why there's no not appreciating what we have, but not appreciating what we don't have, mm. like, and. And I kind of left a, like a sour taste in my family, with my family and with my um, with my relatives as well. Yeah. Nobody freaking liked me at that time. I was an asshole. I, I was. Like, I'm a receptor, you know. My behavior wasn't good. I wasn't appreciating anyone. I wasn't being the way I should be. I was, mm. Like, it's not pretending, but, I'm, but again, you should be mindful. Yeah. Um, so the uh, when I went to India this time, um, I was way more mindful because I've been reading books. I have worked on myself. Mm. You know, I started doing this 2018, where where I was having just no. I wouldn't. I never have the mental health issues or anything, but I did have other demons to fight with. I would say, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, so. That was kind of turning point for me. Mm. You know, I was like, okay, I got to work on myself because self worth yeah. was needed. So I started working on myself, and 2021, I mean, I went to India. Like, you know, I was being myself. It's not like I was being a different. But my mom and dad, my family, everyone just saw the different Rishi. I was, I was appreciating everything what we have and what they had offered, and it was amazing. The love and the gratitude and the um and the experience was amazing like i was like this is what i want yeah. for my life now you know yeah it was more um, meaningful that time around yeah and the and i'm because i was becoming a father as well i think of me becoming a father have taught me so many things you know mm-hmm. like i don't want i don't want my little one freaking talking to me the way i talk to my anyone like yeah, talk to, past, you know yeah. i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't like it like i wouldn't be like I would freaking, I don't want to see him talking to someone the way I talked to someone ages yeah, ago. Yeah. I want, I want, I want someone. I want him to be loved, be mm. cared, and I want to teach him the things, the good things what I freaking learn and mm. the experience and the 
and the resilience and or mindfulness and a great feel again, you know? Yeah. So these little things in my mind, like I don't look, everybody who they have kids and stuff, they want to be the great parents anyway, you know? Nobody's want to say, uh, even though it doesn't matter, even they have freaking drugs issue or whatever, yeah. you know, a drug you would never say, oh, I don't want to be, a, I want to be a freaking bad parent. Yeah. yeah they have yeah, the issues. Yeah. This is why, mm. but I do want to, I do have that fully desire or I don't know, will, a strong will to be present for him, make sure mm. he, he become a person who is a strong in character, you know, like, show he he is the like an absolute res- resemblance of me and my wife you know yeah, my wife yeah. is freaking strong and mm, best she's, of both in one yeah, yeah she's got a good work ethic and she mm. she's freaking was this something you guys uh was this something you guys were very conscious of before you had him you're like we need a uh, change a few things or we need like when we have him we want to create like the best version of ourselves was that a conversation kind of that you had Oh, there are, of course, there were always few things we talk about, you know, we're going to make sure we are, like, we don't swear at all with, with each other. Like, we, even though we, if we can get in an argument or something, we don't say, ah, oh, fuck you, fuck you. No, we just yeah, get cool. mad at it and just let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, there's a big respect between each other. Like, it's, it's massive for me and massive for her. Like, yeah. this is what, there's like a, what we have, like a, like a deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, oh, so- we are. So pretty that's important like a, foundation to yeah, have in a relationship. Yeah, it's like a respecting each mm. other, you know? Yeah. Um, and I do respect my wife a lot. Like a freaking she's like up here in yeah. my respect. Yeah. Um, so with that, so we were like, you know what? We're gonna make sure, not make sure, but we we were like, we're gonna freaking teach him what we have, you know? And I and we were like, I wanna teach him the culture I came from as well. So mm. Because my wife misses out with talking to my family because the, there's a language barrier. So yeah. we don't want him to freaking miss out. So there's the culture barrier as well. So it's like, I want to teach him the culture I came from. I want to mm. teach him this. And she's like, yeah, you know, you teach him and I teach him this and that. Yeah. So, yeah, because he's going to be a tool mix of, you know, different cultures. Mm. So, yeah, and cool. yeah. So it's I think important. I think that'll uh, foster some pretty decent resilience, you know, seeing both sides. Well, Oh yeah, like look, he's gonna grow up with something, you know. He's it's like it's no given; it's earned. Yeah, he's gonna. Is there still he, some part of you going like, "Fuck, I, I, I do want to like ball out and give him this that I never had," or is it? Is it? Are you really, um, you know, confident that you're gonna be like, "No, it's gonna be kind of you know trickle fed in a healthy way, so we can appreciate it." Is that? Yeah, look, uh, we, my wife and I always say, you know, we he's the only one we have, and see how we go mm. but but we do really want to i do want to spoil my kid just do and if i can why not yeah. but on the other side we're going to teach him good stuff as well and making sure he doesn't he doesn't think it's it's easy mm. like and it, but it's not like he's gonna have to he has to freaking do the dishes to get five dollars out of me <laughs> yeah. like there's no reward system or anything i'm mm. thinking of but there's a respect system you know yeah yeah like a, yeah you, like me, you, you yeah. want him to be convinced that you weren't given any of this you, yeah you, yeah you made this happen through work yeah. yeah yeah it's like my dad is my best mate like i always say my dad is my best mate i could talk to my dad anything like i fucking went first time and i tell my dad i was like there you go this is what i did and he's yeah. like 
you're grown up now. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like I'm, I'm no bullshitting. I'm yeah. It's totally honest. Um, but so I do want him to be exactly like what I was. I, I think this is why my dad is my role model, and I want to be the role model for him. He can come to me and say whatever yeah. like without any fear i don't want to have a fear i want to have a respect and yeah. i want him to know daddy will have his back all the time doesn't matter what and he's mm. going to make mistakes yeah no matter yeah? what he's what he's done no matter what he's going to fall he's going to hurt he's going to make a mistake yeah mm. but i'm like i want to be the best daddy you could freaking ever ask for yeah. and and now this is another thing i do every day i think about before i do it I make sure I do it so um so that way I can set an example as well. Mm, yeah? Yeah. It's it's very important. Like I'm setting I want to set an example for him to be like mm, this is be, the baseline for this is this is yeah. So look again, that could be going wrong way as well because he could be like, mm. fuck, my dad has achieved so much and I'm just what the freaking hell? Like I'm yeah. but it's no but on the other side, there's this desire in me is like, you know, like your daddy has never freaking hurt anyone, never mm. bullshit anyone, never rob anyone, never said anything to bad. Yeah, no one yeah. will come to you and say, oh, you're your not daddy a, did you're not this. A criminal, yeah, like yeah that, you know, yeah. your daddy did this to me. This is wrong. So like mm. I just try to be one of those, you know, make sure I'm, you know, yeah. I'm no, make, that's, like, that's I'm, awesome yeah. to, to hear an awesome way to go about it, I think. Um, what, how do you, how do you manage work, leisure, family, <laughs> relationship? Um, how can I say it? Look, man, when there's a, there's, I don't think there's a thing called balance. Mm. Yeah. When you want to achieve something out of balance, you, the things go out of balance as well. Like talking about today's day to like today's day. I woke up, I came to work. Finish work. I went to the gym. I finished gym. My mom is here. She's uh, visiting Indi- from India. Um, my sister wanted me to do something. My mom rang. Like a freaking lock is broken. Whatever. I went there to fix the lock. Didn't work. Came home. Had my lunch. It's hot here. I sent emails to the clients because it's hot. Uh, like the other gym, the class is not going to be on today. Mm. Way too hot. It's a warehouse. We yeah, don't right. fucking want you to get sick. Mm. Um, health and safety. Call the, uh, what do you call, the uh, instructor. Hey, bro, no classes today. No freaking, don't worry about it. By the time, it was three o'clock. I came here. We're talking. We have, I have another session at 5.15. So I gave myself a good time so yep. we can talk. And 5.15 to 7, I work. I go home. Hopefully, I will get to see my son tonight because normally I'm early. Like, I really like to be there before his part-time. I love his part-time. Yeah, again. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I give him a bath. He give me a cuddle. He smiles. I mm. freaking do bubbles and all of that. Like, it's, it's amazing. Um. Like, I never want to miss it, but some days you miss it. Yeah. 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 Um, so I do that. Uh, yeah, so I got, got home, 7.15. I come. Um, I will cook the dinner or I will 
get the dinner ready for wife because wife will be doing something else. And we have dinner together. By the time it's nine o'clock, mm. I will get in bed. Uh, read my, do my journal, have a shower before I go to bed, get in sleep. And tomorrow, 4.15, I have to get up, win the day, man. I always mm. go by win the day. Mm. You go, I'm not saying get up early all the time, yeah, but yeah. get up time. early, mm. do your shit, get it done. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I do every day. Like, it's, there's no, there's no secret or any secret recipe to it. Mm. Like, I'm not doing something extraordinary here. Like, trust yeah. me. Like, do you, if, work you know, weekends? I don't work on Sunday. I work yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. And my wife has gone to work. That's a really another thing I can tell you. My wife's uh, back to work now as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, three days a week. So yeah. she works yeah, nice. 14, 14, 15 hours, but she's away from home 20 hours. So on those days, I look after my son too. So, so Monday morning, I go to gym, do the classes. I get up at four fifteen, five fifteen. I'm there, and do the classes. Finish at seven. Come home, make my breakfast. Make my wife's breakfast. So she goes to work. I look after my son from eight thirty to one thirty. She comes home by two. I do when he sleeps. I do the cooking, cleaning, all of that. Yeah. Get it out of the way. And then, um, yeah, then she comes home. I was 2.30. I go to the gym. Then I come home, eat some food. 4 o'clock, I get back to work. 7 o'clock, I finish. Go back home. Yeah. So how did you think about your early days, right? Uh, Opening up a gym. Did you guys know that it was going to be, you know, a a 4 a.m. to 6 p.m. operation? And how did you... How did you um, kind of uh, not negotiate, no, but uh, yeah. talk to each other about this, saying, "Oh, there might be a bit of extra stress around because we we need to do this." And how did you do that as a um, team? Uh, I think understanding is the key in a partners. But I'm talking the other gym, the second gym we open up. That's that's actually has. Otherwise, seriously, <laughs> my life is so freaking easy before I opened the gym. I freaking it's, it was freaking like amazing. I'm talking. Yeah. Um. I have, I don't know, thirty online clients, forty online clients. I have twenty, um, one-on-one sessions where they are booked on certain time of the day, certain time according to my schedule. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But because we open another gym, that has increased the workload because I have five people working and the gym is demanding now because we need more people there. It's freaking outgoings. There's so much going on. Yeah. Mm. And I know you're going to feed the cow. I always say you're going to feed the cow and people are like, what the fuck you feed the cow? So the cow is your business. You feed it, keep feeding it, Mm. feed every day with your work ethic, with your freaking resilience, with every single day, you just got to freaking show up and keep doing, doing it. And one day the cow will give you, start giving you milk. Yeah. Mm. And your cow will start giving milk. You still keep feeding the cow. You don't stop because the day you freaking stop feeding the cow, the, the day that you're not going to get the milk out. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's simple. So it's a very simple freaking for me. People will say, how you freaking do this business? I feel it. I feel with my work. I feel with my work ethic. I learn things. I freaking do it and I put it into it. Mm. And then, yeah. And then you just, Feed the cow. Yeah. What is what yeah. are some of your pet peeves that you have within coaches these days or you know, even even clients? 
what sort of pet peeves you're looking for? <laughs> uh, I'm maybe not looking for, but I've seen you post a couple of things about, you know, people selling transformations, um, you know, pet peeve of, you know, oh, yeah. everyone doing glute kickbacks or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I think I'm very lucky, very lucky, but very Everybody has their own sort of marketing, yeah? Mm. But my my marketing is being very brutal, truthful, honest with my clients. And like if someone come to me and say, hey, Rich, 12 weeks, going to get shredded, it would be okay. Like I have this client from New South Wales and he's freaking shredded to death. It's 4,200 calories, crazy. So I have this another guy messaging him. Oh, he's eating that much. I'm not eating that much, but I have freaking so much body fat. I said, because you have fat. Yeah. It's got more muscle. Mm. Simple. He's working harder than you. Mm. You're not working as hard. Yeah. So now this other guy has to understand, hey, the only reason the other guy's making better, you know, doing better than more, him because he's actually been putting on more work. Simple. Mm. Nothing, there's no freaking science into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coaching him exactly the same way I coach you. You are more as important as me. There's no more important or anything. Mm. Yeah. But do you have difficulties trying to explain that to people in person, though, on your one on ones? Because some people don't like oh, hearing the truth in person. And have you had any? You know, uh, I do, but. Or, yeah. Um, like people ask you all the time, man, questions all the time. And uh, you. And I, I don't have the answer sometimes. Take it that way. Um, if, so, But if I can't explain it, I tell them. I say, look, I don't know yet. Yeah, I will yeah. find the answer for you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, people people always expect like too much, you know? Like people expect a lot from from a, from a personal trainer. Like we are not magic people. Mm. And people are understanding these days. We are not magic people. We are just the normal human. You yeah. know, we have days as well where we freaking shove a face in any food or anything. Mm. You know, like it my seems, approach is... It still seems pretty competitive, eh? Like everyone wants to be a personal trainer and online coach and work from Bali and all this shit. And it's like, fuck, it's not going to happen. Bro, trust me. There were 36 people when I did my course. Okay, I'll tell you something else, self-belief thing I'm talking. 36 people. I'm working with the AF, 36 people doing my course one day and they had a strike system. Yeah. So let's say I didn't do my assignment. I'm going to get a strike for it. So you don't get your master trainer. That was a big deal. I don't know why, but there was a big deal. Mm. I'm like, I didn't, I don't know. I didn't finish my assignment or didn't submit my assignment on time. I'm going to strike. So if you get three strikes, you are, you're not getting a master trainer. And I'm like, okay, one strike done. Then I've got second strike. Uh, for something I don't even know. Maybe five minutes late in the class because I finished work and I freaking come to you. And it was absolutely fucking dumb. Like I was like stupid. Third strike. I was um I was cold one day. This is why I'm talking. Yeah, I was cold one day and I was wearing a jumper. In your AIF, you can't wear a other jumper. Like you can't wear. Oh, I a freaking, yeah, yeah. Do you have to wear the uniform yeah, jumper? Yeah, the uniform. I don't want to fucking spend $100. I don't have the spare $100 on me. Yeah. So, and I don't want to get sick either. Mm. So my, my, you know, the person who was taking the class, we used to call, they called them guru. So the guru, I say, her name is Georgia. 
she was um yeah she was freaking uh what do you call um a good coach yeah anyways and she said no worries rich put in your jumper so i'll put him on jumper and the director coming to get the calculators or whatever in that class and she looked at me she's like oh you're not wearing a jumper i said oh, i talked to georgie i'm cold and she's like so what i'm like so what she's like no rule is you have to wear I'm going to give you a strike and you have to sign it. You have to sign on your strike. I'm like, I'm not signing it. She's like, with this attitude, nobody will give you a job. Hmm. I said, this attitude, I will fucking have you. Uh, I said, no, she said, with this attitude, you would never, uh, I would never let you, uh, I would never let you have, I never have you for work or yeah, someone yeah, will yeah. never freaking have you for work. I said, with this attitude, I would freaking, um, you know, have other people working for me. And with this attitude, I'll never fucking work for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, and she's like, we will see. I said, freaking see right now. I'm telling you right now. Mm. And she's like, what do you mean by telling you? I said, I said, I'm telling you, I'll be the best personal trainer in Adelaide. Yeah. I said, and one day you will come to me. And everybody started laughing. And she got even pissed off. And she's like, what do you, she said, you are making fun of me here. I'm definitely going to give you a try. I said, no, you're fucking making fun of yourself here. Mm. I didn't start it. I said, you're starting it. Mm. I said, you told me like nobody will freaking give you work or nobody will hire you. I said, right. And yeah. especially at that time, you are the one who is saying, come to us to like AIF and Everyone's do the course. Kind of thing, yeah. And everybody will freaking, everybody will hire you because you are AIF. Yeah. And you are telling me, yeah. I said, you know what? I will show you. Mm. 30, they were 36. There's one person trainer out of 36. Made it. One. And the person is sitting in front of you. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm fucking king here. No. But there was a self-belief. Yeah. And there was saying... It was, yeah, it was sold. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah, there was like, I don't have any options here, man. I don't mm. want to fucking do security. Yeah? And I love freaking talking to people... Doing things for people. My act of service. You know how everybody has the love language? I don't yeah. know if you do. Yeah, yeah. My, my love language is freaking act of service. I do. I go out of my way freaking do things for people. Like, mm. you know, I have a drill in my car all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, even yeah. I'm a shitty handyman. Like, I'm a freaking drill. I'm a drill freaking wrong hole. Like, I'm not good. <laughs> but... Oh, so thought that counts. Yeah, so... And that was it, you know? Mm. So that's, that's his, um, again, talking about self-belief here. Mm. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to fucking prove this bitch wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what would you do differently, though, once you started, once you established yourself as, uh, you know, an individual uh, business owner or, yeah. you know, working, even working for someone else even, you know, what, what would you do differently? If um, I would always work. I think I'm... I, like I was talking to my wife the other day, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm. I'm. I wanna not retire, but I wanna be very independent, uh, financial freedom. You would yeah, call yeah. it like if financial settled with by the time when I'm forty, because next four years I wanna spend as much as time with my little one, mm. and then he's gonna go to school. I don't want that freaking who's picking up from school, who's dropping it, what's going on, where we're we doing. I don't. This is all you know. I don't want that in my life. Like I have pictured that already. Mm. Yeah. So, and for me being as, as a father and a businessman and a husband, I'd really want that thing in place, but nothing comes in place before if you don't plan or you don't work mm. for it. So 
So that's my plan to do that. I just will have, I will do a lot of, I will pursue more other businesses. Like I have a lot of interest in real estate, real estate as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, but um, I've got a couple of e-commerce stores yeah, online. Nice. Yep. So, so mm. I do have so, that too. Yeah, okay. So these um, these things you're... Uh, you're trying to you're trying to buy your time back through these avenues, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Let's take it this way, man. Um, I've got I'm giving myself another four years. Mm. People go to people, uh, it's like a uni degree for me. Yep. I'm giving myself four years of degree. I'm going to the uni every day, every day. Yeah, mm. and I'm doing my assignment, doing my work, doing my thing, doing my mm. this, doing that. And four years later, I will have this freaking thing. Also, I can't made it. Mm. Yeah, people go to uni, they do that. They they don't, and no one has a surety after four years. They freaking, a lot of people freaking give up uni in the first year anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. And the one who made it, 30% of them, not even like they make it, job, they made yeah. the job. Mm. And 70% just, just freaking looking for a job or doing the cafe work because mm. this is how it is. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's so again, what, what it's advice, funny. what advice would you give to new PTs? Or online coaches that want to do this. <laughs> uh, I was a bad. Um, this is funny you asked me. So when I was working at New Life Fitness, I tell you what happened. At what we happened, and I'm really grateful for that gym because they did. I, they taught me a lot, or the place taught me a lot. I met a lot of amazing people. I become a successful personal trainer mm. out of that, and then this happened. And the only, so when we were doing that, I was a very freaking, like, this is again, it's a self-growth for me. I become cocky over there. Very cocky. Like freaking, I'm the king, you know, like, I don't care. That sort of attitude. Mm. So, you know, at the other, at the gym, you have to wear the uniform, like good life or any other gym. Man, of course you have to wear a uniform. I was wearing the uniform. No, I don't want to wear a uniform. Why? Well, I'm a freaking, I'm a, I'm a soul trader here. Why the fuck are we your uniform? I have this. Fitness society. Oh, Team Rishi Fitness or whatever. Why should I wear your uniform? Yeah? So I've become one of them, like a rebel. Yeah. And then again, I'm getting warnings here, here and there. And, yeah, if, yeah. and other personal trainers are following my trainer. Oh, Rishi's mm. not wearing your uniform. If he gets away with it, I will get away with it. Yeah. And now it's a fight between, and we're having meetings here. Like I'm having a go at manager telling her to freaking F off. I don't care. Give my freaking board back. I will leave. Um, so one day the manager came and said, Rish, um, we're going to increase your rank. I'm like, why? She's like, because your contract is up to date and we are increasing your 10%. I'm like, I've been paying more to uh, more than other people because I didn't want to be in the contract. So you have to pay more. Month to month, you have to pay more. Um, I said, now, a year ago, six months ago, oh, a year ago, I signed the contract. And now you're saying to me, I have to figure out a new contract of more money. But the other people don't. I said, this is bullshit. He said, if you don't like it, you go okay. leave. Or go shop around and you will see how much pe- other people are charging. I looked at him, I was like, I don't freaking shop around. I said, buy shit now. I said that to him. He said, then go and buy shit. I said, you are making mistakes. I will go and buy shit. 
He said, okay, go ahead. I said, well, all right. Thank you very much. I shook a hand. I was like, that's mm. it. Nothing. And I know nothing. I went to his Christmas party. We freaking had a good chat. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, I said, he's like, it's just pure business, Rich. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah. I said, no, 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 it's pure business. I said, it's fully business for me. I don't have grudges. You gave me a lot. Mm. You freaking, I said, it's me. I'm going to work on myself. I said, I'm the one. It's need to work, but I think this is enough. I said, you, this gym hasn't, I can't grow here anymore. Mm. So I need to get out of this to grow more. Do you think they and were trying was, to, maybe not push you out by increasing the rent, but do you think they were trying to increase it because they knew you were becoming a successful PT and they knew that you could probably afford No, nah, the funny thing is, man, I think they didn't see that coming. I will actually freaking go and leave. I think so. Mm, so but, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, or either way, and and again, it's a, again, you will say again, it's very self belief. Yeah? yeah, like I was like, okay, I will leave, and I came yeah. home, and my wife is like, um, how was your day? And I gave her a contract of, I'm like, I'm done. She's like, what do you mean, man? I'm making freaking two grand there, you know, a week, yeah, like nice. after paying everything. How good is that? Like, you know, I go there, train people, freaking enjoy it. Mm. And she's like, what are you going to do? I said, I don't know. She's like, well, do you want to find out? I'm like, yes, I will open my own gym. She's like, open your own gym. I said, yeah, I'll open a studio. And that's where Fitness Society comes, Fitness mm. Society Studio. And she's like, okay. How funny, I will tell you the story. I went to India 10 years ago. I bought four, six photo frames, yeah? Like six frames, like a portrait. I bought two Arnold's because at the mo- at the time I was going to the gym, I'm freaking lifting. So I bought two Arnold's and I bought one uh, C-Jobs and one uh, Michael Jordan. I bought one Gandhi and one uh, uh, freaking Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah? So the four of them, they were black and white. And two of them, they were colored. So when I bought it, and they were like a hawker in India selling the... 10, ten years ago, when I bought it, my wife was with me. And she's like, what are you doing? What, why do you want to buy this? Like, where are we going to put it? I said, I will buy a gym one day. I will put it there. Yeah. She's like, okay. <laughs> and at that time... She didn't completely um, laugh in your face? Nah, she just like that is a like, that's a green flag right there. I like that. Yeah, she had she it's had like, belief in you as well. That's good. Yeah, freaking out, man. It was no, I wasn't doing any personal training at that time. I was just a security guard. Yeah, I wasn't a personal training. I was not doing anything in health. I was just going to the gym. That's it. Mm. She's like, so the day and the how crazy is that? In ten years, I freaking have them yeah. in my in my what do you call them? Um, in my garage. Yeah, yeah. When I open up the gym, I put it here. Yes. I have four of them. It's sitting here. Like two Arnold's and one. And half another thing funny, black and white. And she said, why are you buying? Because I was choosing more black and white. I said, because what I'm going to buy, it will have a black and white theme as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the whole studio, it's if so you it's... ever look at a studio, mm. it's black and white. Everything is black and white. Even the other studio, it had a gray fitness society hit, had a other gray, silly color behind it. Mm. But I put it back. I put black and white everywhere because yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to have a black and white. 
So there you go. So I have forced. So this is where again I told no, nah, I will do one day. I will make it. Mm. You know, I just it will come to me one day. Yeah. So yeah. on the yeah, sub, on I'm, the subject of you know working on yourself, how did you get into competitive bodybuilding? And do you think you'd do uh, it again? I I met my coach Duncan Renekin. Um, I was doing lifting, you know, and stuff, and and I met my coach, and he's like, "You should compete one day." I said, "Oh, okay." He's like, "Yeah." He said, "The next season is in twenty twenty weeks. You should do that." I said, "Well, I'm going no, twelve uh, weeks, twelve weeks." I NBA, and I did men's fitness. Fucking smoked that show. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best time. Um, and she's like, and he was like, "Oh, I get you ready." I was like, oh, okay, let's do it. That was it. He's like, that's it. I said, yeah. Well, you think you will get me ready? I want to do it. Let's do it. And I said, but I said, but I'm going to India. He's like, um, you'll be eleven weeks out when you are going there. So you're going for three weeks. So it'll be eight weeks out when you come back. I said, yeah. He said. Your weight, your weight range is two kilos. If you put on two kilos yeah, more, fucked. you when you, you are you are coming back and you are not we're not doing it. I said, what about if I lose weight? It's a how can you lose weight when you go to India? Yeah. I said, I don't know. I said because I'm training, I will do it. He's like, what do you mean with you? I said, he said, don't you want to enjoy your mom's cooking and this? Mm. I said, no, I'm competing. He's like, okay. I went back. I went to India. I lost two kilos over there. Wow. I came back leaner. Went to the gym every day. I went. I freaking would drive to forty kilometers in a traffic or whatever. It's not freaking big, but it was yeah. And I would not eat, man. I, mom will cook. I'm like, I can't eat it. Yeah. I freaking, yeah. Ah, and, that's determination. Yeah, yeah. Then eight weeks came, and I came back in eight weeks, and yeah, did a comp, and it was good. And that was like a self growth, self mm. like a self thing of freaking hell. I can push it, you proving, know. Proving to yourself. That was, yeah. yeah, that was like oh freaking hell. This is how I actually could look. Mm. No, no bad. Post post comp blues were bad though. Mm. Like freaking put on ten kilos in a week and a half. Yeah. I uh, the so I did two show, uh, INBA and then A and B. But after A and B, I still remember. I was driving home. I had the peanut butter. And the lollies, it's just sitting on the, you know, the pump up or whatever. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I put my lollies in peanut butter and started eating. <laughs> and I started eating until I freaking couldn't eat anymore. Yeah. I finished off, right? I went home and you know, then you gotta freaking do the post comp eating because you gotta fucking stuff your face mm. in food because food's never gonna be tomorrow, right? And that's what we think. <laughs> That's what freaking people think. Oh, Saturday comes. Food is not going to be tomorrow. Let's eat pizza. Freaking this, this, this. Because who knows? Freaking tomorrow's going to freaking um, be here or not. Yeah, the world goes this, upside down. Yeah, yeah freaking yeah. oh, COVID come tomorrow. Freaking my pizza yeah. show will shut. How did? <laughs> and then how did you go from fitness to physique? How? What was the oh, time between that? I think I was overgrown. Like I was like, oh, oh you yeah. know what? Like I, I'm. So you're too I'm big bigger. for fitness. You're saying. Pretty no, much. I wouldn't say, man, you're never big for freaking these days, seriously. You will, someone will better than you will smoke your ass and have done so many times. I will always be in a second, never been first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Right? So I always, I, I, I believe in this and it's not a good attitude to have. <laughs> second place is the first loser. Yeah. Well, it <laughs> this, is. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and, and and now I'm just like, you know what, I don't want to be losing anymore. I can't take losing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this Smart, is why I'm not competing. Yeah. yeah. How, how many comps have you done? There you go. Series of the tree. Uh, five comps. Yeah. Uh, the last one was good. I think the best and easiest comp prep I had with Aaron. Mm. That guy's a wizard man. Freaking out. The amount yeah. of things he told me. It's, and 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 you seriously, his coaching is very chew, very chill. Like mm. I don't know. Have you had coaching with him? Have yeah, you? yeah. Yeah. He coached me for a, a fair while. Uh originally October twenty twenty. Uh did like over a year and a half pretty much. And then yeah. uh, then we were trying to prep for a show that didn't quite work out and yeah. um, ended up ended up um trying to do it myself, like in terms of just like maintaining. So I was trying to maintain myself, and then I was like, "Oh, I want I wanted to find someone local." So that's that's, that's where I'm at now. But yeah, Aaron, oh, yeah? Aaron fucking works, and he's 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 yeah. a, he's a robot, and <laughs> such a I, robot. and and I don't know I don't know if he's for me again. Like, yeah, like the, I, he fucking works. Like I was six weeks out, but I thought I was. 12 weeks out like mentally i thought i was still fat at six weeks out and i wasn't yeah like i was fucking on my way yeah but because of you know i i applied what he said to do right but that's because um you know listen but he still fucking knows what he's talking about so oh yeah, yeah anyone Man, who's, anyone who's listening wants a fucking ruthless coach that'll tell you what to do <laughs> and, and doesn't give a fuck about your feelings but we'll get, but we'll get you the results hit up aaron <laughs> It's like it's like I will I will get up and I was like oh, fuck he's like okay, keep going <laughs> he won't check in on you yeah yeah have a, so if you don't write if you don't write to him hey mate no he doesn't care like uh, I wake up this he will send that back otherwise okay I'm like it's yeah. a week pain um do you want update yeah send me your calories pay copy and paste me <laughs> you're done and I'm like. Yeah. Don't you have the freaking data? No, I don't have the data. You have the data. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay, a... so I will freaking find the details, send it in. It's like, okay. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, fuck. Okay. It, um, it, was, it was good though because that was the first kind of major, I guess, construction I had on my physique, right? And he yeah. was the first coach that I uh, stuck and adhered to, I guess. And it was yeah. good to – it was sick to experience that that I could do it. And um, I think I uh, maybe first time uh, competitors or first time you know uh, people who wanted to want a transformation or to change your body dram- uh, dramatically. Maybe Aaron's yeah. not the first person you should go to, but yeah. he works. He gets results. Yeah. Oh man, it's like wonder why he's good at what he does. And his yeah. Labs, wonder. Yeah. yeah. He's um, like whatever he taught me, like. Again, I'm not doing the whole thing with my clients, but I freaking apply his mm. like methods. Yeah, some of these methods do in you, my like my. Do you still run high protein for yourself and your clients? Man, oh no, freaking four hundred grams! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like I, I will count my calories, and I will like they're like three thousand calories. Just saying, four hundred grams of protein. Two, then I'm eating like two hundred fifty grams of carbs because you know you're in deficit. Yeah. I'm like, why am I eating 400 grams of protein? Cause you need muscle. I'm like, yes, I do need muscle, but why 400 grams of protein? That's like four, 4.5 grams of my body weight. Yeah. I'm like, but you know what? After eating that much protein, 
like my body composition was so different man like mm. it does make a difference mm. a- another thing um it's easier after when you finish with Aaron it's easier for you to have like 2.5 grams of protein yeah. very easy you're just like oh yeah like mm. you know what he was giving what he was telling me there was like a 90 grams of protein in one meal it was like yeah Eating and you like and it keeps you full. Protein keeps you full. Same. Mm. Most of the people, I always say to people, four things. If if you are listening to this podcast, four things. If you want to make your life freaking easier with fat loss or weight loss, okay. Number one, make sure you have vitamin D. Go to the sun. Freaking people don't take sun at all. Like they just do not freaking. Oh, it's too hot. Do this. Do that. Yeah. Set. They sit in the offices and they ask and they freaking never move. Freaking go to the treadmill. Like, why? Fucking go outside. Walk. Yeah? I tell my clients, stay away. When when I see, when, I don't have a treadmill here. I have a freaking no treadmill here. Mm. Second, sleep. I would rather sleep than training if I'm tired. Simple. Sometimes, if your goals are not too extreme, you just want to freaking lose body fat and, you know, just want to lose a normal moderation goal. Sleep. Freaking, why are you freaking watching, binge watching freaking Netflix until 2 a.m.? Yeah, then complaining. Yeah? Sleep. Third thing, um, recovery. Yeah? Freaking, make sure you're recovering. Yeah? Like you don't freaking, and if you eat enough food, you will recover. The fourth thing, most important, everyone, eat your fucking protein. You eat. 30% of your calories from protein, mm. you should be okay. Absolutely yeah. okay. 0.82 of your body weight or 2 grams per kilo, whatever the way you want. Eat your protein. Yeah. Seriously, you will never be fat. Trust yes. me. Yeah, some great Never. Yeah, never be fat. Mm. It's like crazy how people don't think about it. Like, because people are smashing people. fucking 200 fat and 200 carbs in one meal. That's how they're getting yeah. fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's but, what I'm saying. They yeah. will freaking eat cereal because some fucker on instagram or social media he is cereal and he looks like this like freaking ronnie coleman i did ronnie coleman's workout today or freaking wild wild or look well because you're doing fucking ronnie coleman's work i know yourself you know like you're not eating like ronnie coleman you're not lifting ronnie like it's crazy you know Mm. but at the end of the day it's what it's if your goals are very moderation and you just want to lose but of fact, you know, even seriously, training three times more than enough if you are not a freaking lazy fucker. <laughs> yeah. And and that could be anything. Like, I don't know, man. My steps at the moment, and I'm and I haven't done I haven't even gone for a walk. It's my stand goal is still nine, nine hours, and my steps. I've done 8,000 steps. They haven't finished yet. It's only 4.30. Mm. And I've been talking to you for hour and a bit. Mm. Yeah? Like, otherwise, doesn't matter what. And I'm not saying I consciously make an effort. Just, I just move. Yeah. Just do keep you, moving. Do you apply uh, step counts to your clients or even to yourself? Do you do you have a target you tr- like to try hit? Mm, nah, man. I never freaking struggle. And my clients, pretty much, I, I care about this sleep and recovery more than they anything. So if my clients are freaking not sleeping well, I will I will give them more like you know, cues 
with like sleep and do that more. Yeah. And and I keep the if they are like because I'm their nutrition as well. So I pretty much keep them very accountable with their protein and stuff. Because chances are if my clients are not reaching their goals, they're not forgetting <laughs> eating and approaching. Most of the people think like now vegetarian or vegan people will freaking come at me for no reason. Yeah. If they are on vegetarian or vegan diet, chances are their aminos are freaking shit jack shit. Their leucine levels are bad. Their EAA is like absolutely low. They, if you're a woman, even worse for you, mm. you know, good luck with freaking fat loss, yeah, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. So they need to freaking think about where else. Yeah. It's amazing to be vegan, freaking awesome to be vegetarian because you don't want to, you have, you know, yeah, you're no, such a I, good I human. That, yeah. Yeah, you're such a good human of freaking doing that course, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm not against it, but go to a dietitian. Mm. Like, if your goals are fat loss or you want to put more muscle, try to freaking go to your blood test. You will know. Wonder why you're feeling tired all the time. Mm. Yeah? Wonder why you're feeling shit all the time. Because your, your diet is coming from fats and carbs, most of them. And if you freaking eat one chickpea meal, 100 grams of chickpeas got fucking 30 grams of carbs, man. It's 9 grams of protein. And if you freaking say to someone, oh, I eat chickpeas and the protein, yeah, good luck. You freaking had more carbs and fats or, or protein. Enjoy it. The same. If you had to have a tofu, they would tell you, I had tofu in one meal. Yeah, good. 21 grams of freaking, 20 grams of tofu, 9 grams of fat. So you are freaking 90 kilo or 100 kilo. That's not doing anything. Yeah, and uh, lack just, of knowledge. They're just hungry. <laughs> yeah. Eating the wrong thing, yeah. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and best thing, again, best thing I've done to myself and like start eating meat. Mm. Yeah, so much amino acids, so much freaking nutrition. You freaking don't even have to buy those stupid supplements, man. Like, yeah. like I eat fish capsule because just because I'm getting old, I'm 36. <laughs> My knees are so like I do glucose somewhat because yeah, yeah. I, I, I hack scored freaking far place and I freaking complain about three days to my wife. My legs are so, my knees are so. Yeah, that's why. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm pushing this freaking, like, oh. you know, old knees naturally. Mm. Have, <laughs> you, freaking... have you converted any vegetarians to become meat eaters? Nah, man, I don't push anyone. <laughs> I, I, there's no, there's no, people have, again, if people, whatever they believe, I think they should strongly believe in them, mm. whatever they do. Like, I don't have that freaking um, desire. Or like, I'm no, you know, I'm very, I, I don't have, a zero, I have zero percent interest in someone changing what they love. I think it's mm. awesome. You should, everyone should do that. What you freaking believe in and you love, you should do it because this is what you have, you know? Mm. This is what you have. This is what you, this is what you do for what actually is true. Seriously, people don't freaking, man, people believe in one thing and next thing people believe in another thing, you know? Yeah. At least you're believing in something, you're doing something. And if it's serving you well, making you happy somehow mm. deep inside, do it, but don't I'm complain why you're not losing weight. Yeah. <laughs> That's another issue. Yeah. You know, don't do that. And this is the issue though. It is that's, yeah, that's, that's a separate issue, you know, trying to come to Yeah. And that's where the freaking mental face health comes. Yeah. Mm. And this is where the mental health comes. And you tell them, uh, because you're not eating enough protein and protein comes from distances. Mm. 
Why do you have protein? I have a protein shake. Yeah, it's not enough. <sighs> yeah. Okay, what you can do? Oh, you can do this. I have a couple of, like, I have this guy, 68 kilo. He's a robot. Absolutely jacked. 68 kilo, eating 4,400 calories from New South Wales, and he's jacked. Vegetarian. Pure vegetarian. Fuck, man. There must be so yeah? much volume of food, right? 4,400 calories. Freaking How someone give me. How are you doing that? And, and you know what funny thing, Andre? I can eat it for a day, two days, three days, four days, five days. You go feel sick. People freaking and it's and he, you know, he's a bodybuilding robot. He's freaking. He reminds me of um Aaron. Yeah. He will not eat a single gram from outside what I say. Wow. That's it. Two hundred one. Two hundred one gram of protein. Mm. Two hundred oh two hundred one gram. Or freaking rice, 201 gram of rice. Yeah. Sam, like I'm not putting 201, but I'm just saying he will, if on a low carb day, because he has high carb days and low carb days, even on his bulk, I do it because it's too much food, man. Mm. Freaking have to digest. On a low carb day, he's hungry now. Eating freaking 4,400 calories on a low carb day. And the low carb days are not freaking 2,000 calories. It's like 3,500 calories. Oh, I'm hungry. I drink water. So I sleep. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Um, freaking, but it's a crazy machine, machine man. Yeah, machine. So yeah, but there are people out there mm. doing the work. Out there, yeah. You know, but he, but but I have his blood test. So I, I work with a nutritionist here. Mm. She helps me as well. Um, so we do like, okay, his, um, you know, his blood levels are fine. His freaking vitamins, all freaking, mm. you know, C, K, everything yeah, is. Hasn't got worms right. or anything. Nah, it's go. You know, it's not like oh, freaking hell. He's feeling shit because of this. He's feeling shit because of this. So mm. we have that sorted. Yeah, okay, keep. That's, yeah, that's good. You're good to that's be vegetarian. Good. Keep doing that. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking amazing. I want to ask yeah. you one more question, mate. Uh, yeah. What's some advice you'd give to new clients that are looking for a new coach or entering the gym the first time? Okay. Um. Look, um, first thing I will always tell people, do not go by just if somebody shredding, they're going to make you shredding or they're going to make you look good, okay? Because they, you know, if they've done it, they've done it to themselves, they can't do it to you as well. Like, very important, yeah? But on the other side, have a have a look, you know, how what, what they are delivering to you, what knowledge they have, you know? Um, you're putting your health in risk with someone yeah it's kind of you're putting your health in someone's hand mm. so you make sure, sure when you train with someone do not go because they are social media influencer or they are freaking have man i can freaking you can buy anybody can buy freaking million of followers it's so easy you know but what they have actually to deliver mm. how much knowledge they have talk to them ask them question yeah how s- simple is that yeah. let's say i have an issue with freaking some my shoulder, yeah, like I freaking, I was talking to my auntie and she's like, oh my God, my trainer is freaking kicking my ass. Oh, my shoulder is hurting. And he was, we were doing shoulder presses. I said, what do you do with shoulders? I'm doing this. I'm like, how many sets do you do? Five sets? How many reps? 20 reps? I said, you have a bursitis in your shoulder and he's making you shoulder presses. I said, what sort of PT is it? I said, so? She said, what do you mean? I said, what do you mean? <laughs> Why were you doing shoulder presses if you, you know? So it's like, 
you got to understand like we are personal trainers are working with people's body and now the client has to freaking find out who is the best for them it's not a male or female or freaking any binary digit <laughs> you know it's who is best for you how they understand your body how they will make you move better so you can lift train pain free because this is how you're going to get better think about you are in pain and now you're in a movie and you come to me if i start bashing you think about it. like i used to do it i will freaking have someone hand i will do this all the time i was freaking feeling like a self freaking ego boost if someone freaking crawl out of the body oh my god i'm dead here like i fucking hide it hide it when freaking person trying to put someone's the class video lying on the floor and they're dying because the fucker asshole they freaking gave you a chance to train you not to kill you and i was one of them i get it but when someone who is freaking in the industry for a long time yeah, should know better yeah yeah okay should know better think about it first it's bad for your business it's a business of god said well think about someone's going to come train three times with you going to pay 50 dollars a a session just saying it's 150 dollars yeah mm. now they come first time you freaking kill them they come second time brave enough to come yeah, they're can. having a terror they're having a second thought already and here you are like fucking on the fucking best person trainer ever i can freaking train someone to death and people get results mm. yeah they come they are freaking dead third time they will have nothing to give you right both now will come if they come they just can't take the pain but how many people can take the pain these days yeah i right? think that's the danger of social media right because if very men if people are, freaking... if people are you know coaches uh yeah. it's, it's, it's just clickbait material and um they'll burn out you know use one person's body yeah fuck and it's yeah just like to, yeah. why freaking you Did you freaking get a certificate in killing people? No. You freaking get a certificate fucking for in seven, 10 weeks out of the fucking serial box. Yeah. Yeah. So why killing people? Why not just train them? Um and why not freaking helping them to achieve their freaking goals rather than killing them and think you're going to they're going to and the worst thing is you kill them. Let's say even they train twice or three times whatever. They're not going to do anything rest of the time. So guess what? The output goes very low. When what people do when when most of the people are doing it, but most of the people when they sit, they do this. Get bored, man. People do this all the time. It's normal. And when you ask them, "What did you have?" I had nothing for breakfast. I know. What do you have for dinner? I had a chicken salad. My wife cooked me. All right. What do you have for lunch? Uh I was been been naughty. I had a freaking barmy roll. Oh, it's not naughty, it's fine. So you had a barmy roll and you had a dinner chicken salad because you had carbs for lunch. Yeah. What else? No, nothing. What are you doing fucking all day? They don't remember. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's It's so true. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they don't remember they opening the cupboards and freaking doing this doing that. They don't remember do you think the fucking food and drinking is very easily available. Mm, it's scary. Yeah. It's it's that scary yeah. like it used to be. Man, calories and um, drinks these days. Yeah, man, think about it. Uber Eats. 
Yeah, Uber Eats used to be where before Uber Eats, you fucking walk. You walk to the fucking fish and chip shop, whatever. You will walk, you will order the fish and chip shop, you're waiting for the fish and chip shop. Then you're walking back and forth. Yeah? Because you're gonna freaking wait for fish and chip shop. Yeah, you're waiting. There was no chase. You're just waiting. You're freaking walking up and down, and then you say, Hey, my fish and chip ready. So you walk back and you're freaking eating fish and chip while you're walking back. Yeah, then you have fish and chips with your partner, without with the family or whatever, fish, whatever. Now, fish and chip orders. You're sitting. You're still fucking sitting. You're not moving. Yeah, and then because you're fucking paid, you ask your mate or you freaking ask your wife, "Hey, go and pick up fish and oh, the order is here." You just track it. Yeah, you're fucking fish and chip here. Yeah. And then what happened? Yeah, and then your fish and chip come, your wife freaking deliver or whoever freaking because you pay for it. So you it just and then you eat and then you go to bed. Where's the fucking movement? There's uh, no movement. Yeah, and nah, people, people are like, oh, moving, yeah. oh, I wonder why I'm getting fed because you fucking don't move. Mm. Simple. It's very simple. So yeah. and now and the same back to the question. If you're not moving, you're not freaking burning calories. Mm. Simple. People freaking underrate 10,000 steps, but they underrate or uh, overrate 10,000 steps. It's becoming a massive thing. Massive. I'm going to fucking get my steps done. I'm going to get my steps done. Mm. Why not you freaking move? Yeah. Just, you're not a fucking tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so not, when, not applying any load to any compound lifts or anything. and Anything. Or like 10,000 for what? Like, fuck. Might as well walk back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. Like, mm. If I like, of course, I've been through it and I know how it works. And this is why I'm talking here. And, you know, if somebody's watching this, when they listen to this podcast and they were like, this guy is fucking full of shit. Uh, why? Why he's sitting here in his fucking own chair and talking like he's fucking knows anything or knows more than me. Yes, man, maybe I am. Because I have freaking changed so many people's life here. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But on the other side, I'm telling the truth. You don't have to pay me. I tell everyone. Mm. Do not pay me for fat loss or weight loss, especially weight loss. Don't pay me. Fucking do one thing, this, or go for a walk. Mm. This, when it comes to eating, don't eat it. Mm. Stop it. Fucking, you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah? You're bored. Drink water and move. We, if I go to the beach and I see so many people, so many people with stored energy. Oh, yeah. And they're freaking shoving food in their mouth. Mm. Yeah? Why is it? You can freaking survive, man. It's a chain of survival. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, you can survive. It's fine. Yeah. But no. And same with freaking those personal trainers who freaking assholes, they freaking kill their clients in the personal mm. training session. Don't do it. Yeah. Freaking train you them first. Out, they won't be scared with you. They will come back. Mm. Yeah? And give them a homework. Teach them. Educate them. So they can learn from you. You don't want to train them forever. You don't. I don't want to train any of my clients forever. Mm. I want to teach them, educate them. They, they will tell someone, hey, that's the guy who changed my life. And this is what happened with my business. I freaking, I always say, Nike never goes on sale. Mm. Yeah? yeah? I say Nike never goes on sale because I freaking never freaking have any special running, nothing. Nothing running. You know? I said, this is how much I charge. This is how I do it. This yeah. is how I do it. That's it. Yeah, because I believe in it. I'm like, I believe in it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's it. 
And this is and this is a, a message I want to tell all the personal trainers. You know, you get a chance, educate your client, be freaking genuine, and tell them you don't. We, I don't know. It's fine. Mm. Okay, it's absolutely fine. If they say ask you a question, and ten years later, I don't freaking know. You know, there's a freaking lot of good words freaking Australian <laughs> PT say like I'm yeah, one of the Australian. Michael Pondria, fucking your hip extension, your pelvic floor, your this and that. Fucking shut up. Yeah. Tell them, tell them your back is not fucking straight. Mm. Yeah? yeah, yeah. People don't know freaking science. Straight science-y. up, straight up. Yeah? yeah. Oh, you're freaking big insensitive, and your mm. fucking left testicle is not right place. So you might have to freaking move your penis to put in your fucking asshole. Don't do it. Okay, just don't do it. <laughs> Go tell them basics. Teach them freaking yeah. about make sure make sure they're sleeping enough, training three times a week. Or freaking giving them twenty sets of load and stuff. Just mm. don't do it. You know, bodies. People are not freaking. Most of the people are natural. Most of the people just want to have flat stomach, feel good, yeah. go to the freaking. You know, will keep you in business as well and keep you and people happy as well. And this is how it works. It's very simple, but people are forgetting. Mm. You know, like social media. I want to make him shredded or that shredded. Yeah, people are not want to shredded. People just want to train. They want to move pain free. Teach them how to move pain free. Once they move pain free, they will everything come in place. Everything like if their knees are not sore, their lower back is not sore, their hamstrings are not sore, they will freaking move more. They will go to the sun. They will sleep better. Everything will be fine. Of course, domes will be there. They're gonna get some sort of soreness. You know, yeah. they're not you. They they don't like fucking hack squat part place and complain about your knees for. You know, to your wife and having a course of mind and do a day. They don't want to do it. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, this is a message. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that, man. Thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate nah. it. <laughs> no um, worries, man. Yeah, I hope, that um, was sick. That was, that was a sick chat. Um, if um, anyone wants to find me, Andre, it can be at Instagram at the Perfect Man Podcast. Uh, if you could be so kind to leave me a review, tell me what you think. Uh, five step five stars to feed the cow and Rish please let our listeners know where they can find you too yeah cheers man um so um my Instagram is Team Rish Fitness and my business name is Fitness Society Studio if you are listening to this podcast I probably think you are not but if you are if you are listening to it share with your people because it's a sick podcast yeah awesome appreciate it thanks for your time Rish catch you no worries man see you man bye